Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the race to recover a U.S. Reaper drone as Russia reaches the wreckage of the downed aircraft. Top U.S. military officials say they wiped the drone of any valuable intelligence. Here are tonight's top headlines. The new details about what happened in the skies over the Black Sea. America's top general has a clear message. We know that the intercept was intentional. Uh, We know that the aggressive behavior was intentional. Stocks tumble today as fears grow over the stability of the banking industry. It's following markets in Europe, which fell sharply today. as shares of Switzerland's Credit Suisse tumbled to a record low. The FAA's emergency meeting about airline safety after a string of close calls. The absence of a fatality or an accident doesn't mean the presence of safety. The future of abortion pills in America could be hanging in the balance. This case could have profound implications throughout the entire United States. The cleanup from feet of snow across New York and New England to the mudslides and heavy rain in California that destroyed homes. You get the knock at the door and you get told it's safety and uh, get in your car and go. And the dramatic rescue, a toddler saved from a sinking car. It was the best cry I've ever heard in my life. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. Tonight, an important consumer alert about the recall of millions of sleep apnea machines and the potential health risks to users. Plus, the inspiring story of one of the world's best polar explorers, whose toughest journey was a battle with cancer. 
But first, the rising tensions tonight after that confrontation between a U.S. surveillance drone and Russian fighter jets over the Black Sea. The incident led to a rare phone call between the Secretary of Defense and his counterpart in Moscow. It's the first time they've spoken in nearly five months. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, said recovering what's left of the surveillance drone would be difficult. It's likely thousands of feet deep underwater. But that isn't stopping Russia from trying. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is traveling with the president. It's going to start us off tonight from Las Vegas. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Nora. President Biden was briefed again today on the down drone while out here on the road. The Russians say relations between the two countries are at a low point, while White House officials warn all of this increases the risk of miscalculation. In the race to reach the debris of the down drone, U.S. officials say the Russians arrived at the scene first, about 60 miles southwest of the Crimean Peninsula. But getting to it will be a challenge. Probably about maybe four or 5,000 feet of water, something like that. So any recovery operation is very difficult at that depth. Uh, by anyone. Officials say the Russians will probably be able to collect some pieces of the unmanned MQ-9 Reaper, like metal chunks, but the drone's software was wiped to ensure nothing valuable was collected. We are quite confident that whatever, uh, whatever was of value is no longer of value. The U.S. has no presence in the Black Sea, but Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley says allies could help with recovery. Former acting director of the CIA Michael Morrell says the Russians might not glean much from a drone loaded mostly with cameras. But they would still want to recover it. To simply see if there's anything that they can learn from it about U.S. capabilities, about possibly defeating those capabilities, or something that they can bring into their own arsenal. The Russians claim the Americans' increased spying operation is what led to the incident, but Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says it's because of Russian aggression. It's part of a pattern of aggressive, risky, and unsafe actions by Russian pilots in international airspace. And in a rare phone call with his Russian counterpart today, Austin made clear... The United States will continue to fly and to operate wherever international law allows. With both sides trying to ratchet down tensions, General Milley stopped short of calling it an act of war. I'm not going to go there. Now, U.S. officials are still reviewing photo and video that was transmitted by the drone before it crashed to get a better sense of what happened and say they eventually plan to release what they can. Nora? Ed O'Keefe traveling with the president. Thank you so much. On Wall Street, stocks took another nosedive today over fears in the banking sector. The Dow was down more than 700 points or more than 2 percent before recovering some of the losses late in the day. The head of the Senate Banking Committee says he plans to hold hearings on the problems in the banking industry. We get more now from CBS's Errol Barnett. It was another volatile day on Wall Street. Stocks tumbled, dragged down by losses from the big four U.S. banks, following more troubling financial news, this time involving one of Europe's largest banks. Credit Suisse shares fell 24% today over funding concerns and the discovery of material weaknesses in its business. How concerned should Americans be based on what they're seeing happening in Europe right now? The issue with banking is that so much of it is relying on confidence. And we have to really look out for what are the other potential dominoes that could tumble if Credit Suisse comes under continued pressure. Larger U.S. banks have been flooded with new deposits after the sudden collapse of SVB. Bank of America reportedly received more than $15 billion. J.P. Morgan has seen billions flowing in as well. I immediately looked at a 
larger bank. Anthony Coombs, who founded a mail-order underwear company in Santa Monica, moved most of his money out of SVB to a bank he says is too big to fail. The first thing I did, and I'd never done this before, is I went online and saw total amount of assets each bank held. Because really, the end goal here is, um, do we think this bank will go under? While in Washington, lawmakers want SVB's executives to be held accountable. Well, they almost cratered our entire banking system. They paid themselves bonuses, even as their bank was collapsing. Channeling that frustration, Senator Blumenthal and other Democrats have introduced legislation aimed at failing banks. If passed, it would claw back any bonuses and profits earned from stock sales within 60 days of a financial firm's collapse. Nora. Errol Burnett, thank you so much. Residents across New York and New England are digging out after the first nor'easter of the winter dumped as much as three feet of snow in some areas. Out west, the latest atmospheric river has moved out of California, but millions of residents are still assessing the damage while more than 100,000 are without power. CBS's Carter Evans is in Monterey County, where thousands are still evacuated due to a levee breach. Storm-battered California has endured yet another pounding. Today, Governor Gavin Newsom toured hard-hit Monterey County. And one of my responsibilities is to be here for people that are underserved and underrepresented. And we'll be back many times to get the work done. Statewide, after this massive storm, oversaturated hillsides gave way, sending a wall of mud into this Northern California home. South of Los Angeles, mud shut down the Pacific Coast Highway. The rain and wind toppling trees everywhere. There it goes. There it goes. Oh, my God. Oh. An all-too-common sight throughout the Bay Area. The high winds and then high water flooded the first floor of Maria Sid Medina's home. You just can't get a contractor out here right now with the rain. And more rain is in the forecast. All these rivers are currently above flood stage. In the San Bernardino Mountains, too much snow in recent weeks turned overnight into too much rain. The warm atmospheric river rapidly melting the snow. The latest threat in a state that had been in extreme drought. Just two years ago, San Francisco had barely seven inches of rain. This year, more than 27 inches, nearly a foot above normal. Back in Pajaro, Anais Rodriguez has spent five days in a shelter with hundreds of people. What's it like not knowing when you're going to be able to go home? You get mad, frustrated. Now, this may look like a lake behind me, but it's actually a strawberry farm and floodwaters can contaminate fields. So that's a big problem and that's going to put farm workers out of business. The governor announced today they're all eligible for $600 relief checks. Nora. Looks like water forever in those strawberry fields. Carter Evans, thank you. Back here in Washington, the FAA held a long-awaited safety summit today following a series of near collisions at airports across the country. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said there have been more mistakes than usual, but added U.S. aviation remains exceptionally safe. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is at Reagan National Airport with more. Tonight, looking for answers after months of scares in the air. From a disruptive passenger attacking a flight attendant with a spoon to more than two dozen injured in severe turbulence. Delta 1943, cancel takeoff clearance. 
and a series of at least seven close calls on runways in the last three months alone. The FAA held its first emergency safety summit in 14 years. I think I speak for all of us when I say that, and certainly the traveling public, when I did that these events are concerning. The most recent close call at Washington Reagan last week, where a regional jet taxied across a runway another plane was about to take off on. Boarding takeoff, boarding takeoff, United 2003. These recent incidents must serve as a wake-up call for every single one of us before something more catastrophic occurs. National Transportation Safety Board Chair Jennifer Homendy. We're coming out of the pandemic. We are experiencing a time where we have a lot of new staffing, and that requires training. For these incidents... Is the system stretched to its limits? It could be. Certainly it's a concern. Other concerns include increasing FAA funding and the need for more air traffic controllers. Miracle on the Hudson pilot, Captain Sully Sullenberger. Certainly during COVID, the aviation industry was really affected greatly. And so now we're short-staffed. We're playing catch-up. And when the system is under pressure, we're seeing these kinds of incidents pop up as warnings to not try to fly more than we should. The NTSB has made seven safety recommendations around preventing runway collisions dating back 23 years. So far, none have been fully implemented. That includes an early warning system for air traffic controllers. It's been installed at only about 40 U.S. airports. Nora? That's interesting. Chris Van Cleve, thank you so much. Well, there's an update tonight on former President Trump's legal troubles. Former porn star Stormy Daniels met today with prosecutors investigating alleged hush money payments that she received on behalf of the former president. Daniels' attorney says she's willing to testify in the case. Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, testified before a grand jury today. He says Trump directed him to pay Daniels $130,000 in 2016 to cover up a sexual encounter with Trump in 2006. Trump says it never happened and that the payment was extorted. Now to the biggest challenge to abortion rights since Roe v. Wade was overturned in June. A federal judge in Amarillo, Texas, heard arguments today in a case that seeks to overturn the FDA's approval of the widely used abortion pill, Mifepristone, and remove it from the market. More than half of all abortions in the U.S. are medication abortions. CBS's Christina Ruffini is at the courthouse. Members of the public and press lined up before dawn outside the courthouse. Harper Metcalf was one of a handful of pro-abortion rights demonstrators. Millions of women have lost access to abortion care, um, especially here in Texas. So the access to medication abortion is one of the last options that we have. Federal Judge Matthew Kaczmarek, a Trump appointee, heard from an anti-abortion rights organization that argued the FDA improperly approved mifeprestone, posing a risk to patients. The judge appeared sympathetic in his questioning, asking the group's lawyers if there's precedent for a court to withdraw FDA approval of a drug. The FDA argued the drug is safe and effective, approved up to the 10th week of pregnancy, and has been on the market for more than 20 years. The drug is available by mail, even in states where abortion is illegal. In some ways, this could be a bigger deal than the reversal of Roe v. Wade was, was because it could have ripple effects in every state, not just in states that want to ban abortion. John Sego, president of the Texas Right to Life, says the goal is to protect Americans from unsafe products. Is there a concern that could expand far beyond this issue and have unforeseen ramifications? No, I I think this is absolutely appropriate. Uh, There has to be some kind of check on the FDA. 
um, and on a pro-abortion administration. The judge says he hopes to make a decision in this case as soon as possible. As for safety, Nora, two major American medical groups filed briefs in support of the FDA, saying the drug is safe and effective. Christina Ruffini at the courthouse. Thank you. In tonight's consumer alert, we have an update on a recall of millions of sleep apnea machines that's been going on for nearly two years. Devices made by Philips Respironics designed to help people breathe as they sleep were posing potential health risks. We get more from CBS's Anna Werner. 48-year-old Carrie Markham says she's spent three years struggling to breathe, suffering from lung problems that began in March of 2020 and puzzled her doctors. They just kept saying, we just don't know, some type of inflammatory condition. The registered nurse and mother of three says she'd been using a Philips Dream Station CPAP machine to treat her sleep apnea since 2018. Then in June of 2021, she says she saw on Facebook that machines like hers had been recalled due to sound abatement foam used inside that could degrade. Philips recall said potential risks included toxic and carcinogenic effects, asthma and inflammatory response. I was like flabbergasted. So at that point, you hadn't gotten any notification? Absolutely not. Markham is one of numerous users now suing Philips, saying the company had been told about foam degradation inside some of its CPAP machines and ventilators beginning in 2015, according to the Food and Drug Administration, but did not initiate a recall until 2021. Two years later, some patients on social media complain they still have not gotten a replacement machine from Philips. I think this recall shows us how bad things can go when we don't get it right. Dr. Vinay Rathi studies medical device regulation. You basically bought a device, you find out that actually it could harm you, and then you struggle to find a replacement device. If I were a patient, I would be livid. Phillips says as of January, it has produced more than 90% of replacement devices that are needed. It has shipped replacements to only roughly half, 2.5 million of the customers in need of them. The company also says its latest testing shows foam degradation is low and within applicable safety limits and that exposure to particulate matter emissions from degraded foam is unlikely to result in an appreciable harm to health and patients. Slow down, buddy. Carrie Markham now uses a different company's CPAP machine, but she worries about the future. I don't know if I'll be around for great-grandchildren. Phillips told us it can't comment on pending litigation, including Markham's lawsuit. Anna Werner, CBS News, Orlando, Florida. Honda is recalling nearly half a million vehicles. We'll explain why next. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? 
See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Honda is recalling nearly half a million cars in the U.S. because of a potential seatbelt problem. Government regulators say several models going back to 2017, including CRVs, Accords and Odyssey minivans, have driver and front passenger seatbelts that may not latch correctly. Honda says it's not aware of any injuries. Dramatic new video shows the underwater rescue of a child trapped in a car. That's next. Newly released video shows the dramatic rescue of a three-year-old boy who was trapped inside a submerged car. Police say the car crashed into a canal late last month in Florida's Miami-Dade County. An officer made multiple attempts to rescue the boy who was stuck in his car seat. First responders performed CPR and they saved the child's life. For the first time in more than 30 years, the U.S. has a new favorite dog breed. According to the American Kennel Club, French Bulldogs are now the most popular purebred dog, outlasting and the or ousting, I should say, the Labrador Retriever from the top spot, ending the lab's 31-year reign. Well, they are cute. Well, from the peak of the highest mountain to the top of the world, an inspiring story about living your dreams. That's next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom terms apply. Finally tonight, an inspiring lesson from one of the world's leading polar explorers who was told at the age of 49 he had a terminal illness. Here's CBS's David Begno. Eric Larson lives for adventure. I think with the wind chill, it was close to 60 below. He's touched the South Pole and the North Pole six times each. He's the only person to journey to both and Mount Everest all in the same year. You keep going back. Is it ever going to be enough? My old answer would have been a very robust, no way. It was never enough. I'm not so sure now. Because of the cancer? Yeah. In 2021, Larson was diagnosed with colon cancer. They told him it was terminal. Trying to think about what those few years would be like with my family and my young kids. To say it was difficult is, is an extreme understatement. But the prognosis was wrong. 
He needed chemo radiation and had 14 inches of his colon removed. He never thought he would live to do this again. Pack his bags and head back to the North Pole. Why put your body through that again? To see it again when I thought I would never do anything again, for me, feels like the right thing to do. Because when you've touched the top of the world and survived the predicted end of yours, risk is only opportunity to live wildly. David Begno, CBS News, Los Angeles. And inspiring us with his dreams. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.